Hello friends, welcome to the ATC Double Cut. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about temperature and about the growth potential, the temperature-based growth potential of Pace Turf and how that is changing around the world in different places because I received a very interesting question and I wrote about it in a blog post. The title of this blog post is places with high growth potential GP all year long. The question was from Randy. Randy's in Bulgaria and he sent me this very interesting question asking if there's anywhere in the world that has a high growth potential for cool season grass for every single day of the year, for the entire year. So basically the question was, do you have anywhere, do you know of anywhere in the world that has a growth potential higher than 90% every day for cool season grass? And he said also respectively, is there a place in the world that has that type of condition for warm season grass also? Is there anywhere in the world where the temperature is ideal, has a very high growth potential for warm season grass all year. Now, the warm season one is simple. It's easy to answer. The kind of places, that, and there are places that have a very high growth potential for warm season grass all year, and that's places that are tropical, places that are near the equator, places like where I am right now, about 10 degrees north of the equator, and these kind of places for warm season grass have a temperature that's close to the optimum for growth every single day of the year. But it, it's trickier for cool season grass. And for cool season grass, that's basically what I looked at in this blog post. So I replied that there aren't many places like this for cool season grass, but they exist if one looks carefully. And I qualified this because a growth potential of 90% or above, the maximum is 100%. To be 90% or above, you have to be within 2.5 degrees Celsius or something like 7 degrees Fahrenheit plus or minus from the optimum growth temperature. That's a pretty strict criterion. And to actually be a place where the temperatures are suitable for growth that have a high growth potential, I arbitrarily picked 75% or a growth potential of 0.75. So I, I said, let's look for places in the world that have a growth potential of 0.75 or higher. Now I made a bunch of charts about this and wrote about it in the blog post. If you are at all interested in this, please check out the blog post and check out the charts that I made that show places that you might be familiar with, like New York City, Shanghai, Rome, which is going to be the site of the upcoming very soon Ryder Cup. Um, and on the topic of growth potential, uh, there's this was developed by Pace Turf. And I think it's nice to, at this point, have a word from our sponsor. Hey there, turfgrass enthusiasts. Are you ready to take your turf management to the next level? Look no further than the Pace Turf Information Service. With Pace Turf, you'll get access to cutting edge research, expert advice, and data driven recommendations to achieve peak turf performance. Say goodbye to guesswork and hello to precision. 
maximize resource efficiency without compromising quality. Join a community of top turf professionals who trust Pace Turf to elevate their game. Visit our website at www.paceturf.org and start your journey to championship level turf today. Pace Turf, where science meets excellence. That is a appropriate word from our sponsor because Pace Turf developed the growth potential and they did that to look at something very simple. What are the optimum temperatures for certain types of grasses to grow? And it's a very elegant type of presentation of something that has a really dominant impact on what type of grasses will grow. So I think it's really interesting to look at this and it's interesting to consider Randy's question. And so when he sent that question, of course, I've I've calculated this and thought about it quite a bit in my career and I thought let's uh, let's look at this carefully because I know where these places are but I wanted to illustrate it so the first chart I made was for Rome Italy and in Rome it has a typical type of condition for a lot of places where cool season grasses are grown which is spring and fall are perfect and a growth potential is above 0.75 or 75 percent every single day in a portion of the spring and in a portion of the autumn in the winter time it's too cold the grass can't grow rapidly because the temperatures are too cold the growth potential drops to near zero and in the summer it's too hot the temperatures are too high for optimum growth for cool season grass they're actually going to be suffering from photorespiration and having a negative carbon balance meaning the grass is using more carbon burning up more carbohydrates through respiration than it is by um, photosynthesis then it's it's not synthesizing as many carbohydrates as it is using through respiration so it ends up with a negative carbon balance in summer and that's why the growth potential drops below the uh, it drops below one and, and in this case it drops below 0.75 in the summer so that is the situation for Rome and if we look at Shanghai China which is another place where cool season grasses can be grown Shanghai has the same situation it's got a winter where the growth potential is almost zero and it's got a summer where the temperatures are too high so in total, in Rome, we were looking at, what was it, 103 days in the year with a growth potential greater than 0.75. In Shanghai, it's 104 days. In New York City, it's the same type of pattern. New York has 97 days per year that are above 0.75 growth potential for cool season grass. So we're a long ways away from what Randy was asking for. Remember, Randy was asking if we can find a place in the world that has growth potential close to one all through the year without these seasonal fluctuations. And Rome doesn't provide that. New York doesn't provide that. Shanghai doesn't provide that. So any, and you may, because those areas have relatively large populations and people are familiar with those areas, you may sort of know that your climate is somewhat similar to Shanghai or somewhat similar to New York or somewhat similar to Rome. And you may realize, well, our area also doesn't have growth potential that is 365 days in the year 
that is close to an optimum. So where might those places be? Well, we can get a little bit closer when we look at Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia is quite promising. Remember, New York was like 97 days above this threshold. Shanghai and Rome were 103, 104 days above this threshold. If we look at Sydney, Australia, we've vaulted all the way up to 249 days in the year. 249 days in the year with a cool season growth potential above 0.75, 75%. So that's quite promising. That's quite promising. But in, in Sydney, it is still too cold in the winter. So in the winter, it still drops um, where cool season grass won't be going dormant, but it drops below a threshold of 75%. And then in the uh, summertime, there's some days where it's too hot and the growth potential drops because of that also. So Sydney's not perfect, but it's really promising, 249 days per year. So um, that's, that's pretty good, but, but we can think of somewhere where the temperatures are even more moderated and that could be an area on an island. So we went to Grand Canary Island or Grand Canaria and the oldest golf course in Spain which is the Royal Club of Grand what is it the Royal Club of Las Palmas Real Club de Golf de Las Palmas it's the oldest course in Spain and it's at an elevation it's it's got beautiful ocean views but it's not because it's beside the ocean it's up on the edge of a uh, volcano on the Bandama caldera and it, it's just situated on this beautiful location right on the edge of the caldera and it has really uh, good weather for cool season grass because if we look at that if we look at the chart for the temperatures at Bandama we're now up to 316 days per year so we've gone from New York that only had 97 days that are ideal for cool season grass growth and if we go to Bandama in Spain, we're all the way up to 316 days. So that's really promising. What happens there is in the winter, it gets a little bit too cool on some days. Uh, and in the summer, it gets a little bit warm to where the growth potential drops, but it doesn't drop very much because at that elevation, at Bandama, at that elevation, it doesn't get exceedingly hot. So we've got uh, Sydney, Sydney, we were 249 days in the year. We're looking for 365. Bandama, we're up to more than 300, 316. So this is really promising. We're, we're getting closer. Sydney's close to the ocean and Bandama is on an island. It's also at elevation, but both Sydney and Bandama, they have seasons in, in that they're far enough from the equator that the day length changes and the sunlight intensity changes and because of that the air temperature changes. Now it doesn't change a lot but it changes enough that the growth potential is affected and and the grass growth will be affected. But I put in here something that's very important and you may notice this if you've been to these locations and if, or if you're familiar with the grasses that grow there. And let me read from this blog post. By now, you may be noticing that as we get to places like Sydney and Bandama, 
that have a high number of days with a cool season GP above 0.75, there is a lot of warm season grass used. In Sydney, sure, there are creeping bent grass greens, but through the green, one typically finds Kaikuyu grass, which is Penicetum clandestinum, or Cynodon, or even a bit of Zoysia or Stenotaphrum. At Bandama, there's a lot of Penicetum, or Kaikuyu grass. Let's keep that in mind and continue. In fact, let's go straight to the home of Penicetum clandestinum, Kenya. And if we look at weather data for the location of Nakuru Golf Club, we get what we've been looking for. We found it. 365 days in a year with a cool season GP at or above 0.75 or 75%. Now, this is at Nakuru, Kenya, which is, I think, uh, oh, 6,000 feet elevation, some, something like that. It's, it's definitely more than uh, 1,500, well, I'm not going to say definitely, I don't have it handy, but I think it's, it's an elevation above 1,500 meters and it's right near the equator. So by being near the equator, we have relatively consistent sunlight intensity and day length throughout the year. So the temperatures don't vary much. And then by being at such a high elevation, it doesn't get too hot. So it would be really hot and you'd have that consistent, like at the location where I am now, you'd have the 365 days for ideal growing temperatures or high growth potential for warm season grass if you're near sea level and near the equator. But as you get near the equator and just go up in elevation, now you can switch over to being ideal almost every day of the year, in this case, 365 days of the year at Nakuru in Kenya for for cool season grass. So that's that's really cool to know that these places exist and they're very unique places for the types of grasses that grow and that's that's where kaikuyu grass comes from. And you'll find kaikuyu grass growing at these kind of places around the world. So you go to places like San Diego, Los Angeles, and Sydney, Australia. Those kind of places where kaikuyu grass grows, much of the Hawaiian islands where kaikuyu grass grows, it's a it's a grass that grows with moderate temperatures. So I, I wrote then, uh, I'll quote from the blog post again. So it is possible. There are places in the world with temperatures like this. Although this means that cool season grasses can grow at such a location, simply having a high growth potential all through the year does not mean that cool season grasses will dominate the grasslands or the lawns or managed turf of the area. That's because warm season, or C4 grasses, can also grow pretty well when the temperatures are high enough for cool season grasses to have a high GP. And those C4 grasses, the warm season grasses, they are more efficient in nitrogen use, water use, and light use than are cool season grasses. Now, what I mean by more efficient is that uh, for every unit of nitrogen applied, for every unit of water applied, and for every amount of light that's available from the sun, all the photosynthetically active radiation that's available, which would be the daily light integral for the grass, 
C4 grasses are going to produce more biomass, more grams of plant material. They're going to have the potential to grow more for every unit of N, every unit of water, and every amount of light that's available compared to cool season grasses. So the problem is that when we get to places that are ideal for cool season grass, those are temperatures that are warm enough for warm season grasses to grow too. But because warm season grasses can be more efficient that using the other resources that are available, the cool season grass can't compete with warm season grass so well. So back to the blog post, what, what I wrote was quoting, therefore, anywhere in the world that is warm enough for year round ideal GP for cool season grasses will tend to be dominated by swords of warm season grasses. Although one will often find cool season grasses used in small areas and for specific purposes, such as golf course putting greens, end quote. And then I noted that there are places close to the equator that are too cold too. And I showed a picture of myself at Mount Kinabalu Golf Club on the island of Borneo in Malaysia. And there's a golf course there, the, the Mount Kinabalu Golf Club, that has bent grass greens and the rest of the course, if I remember right, it's mostly tropical carpet grass or Exonopus compressus, maybe a bit of uh, common carpet grass, Exonopus fissifolius or uh, Exonopus affinis. And if we look at the data there, the the temperature doesn't change much. It's very consistent, but it's too cold. The average temperature is about 15 degrees Celsius or 60 degrees Fahrenheit year round. There are only 15 days in the year that have a cool season growth potential above 0.75. New York City has 97 days. But there's a place just north of the equator at Mount Kinabalu Golf Club that only has 15 days in the year. So it's actually much better to grow grass at Kinabalu than it is at New York City. Uh, but as far as reaching those peaks where you could really have ideal cool season grass growth, as far as temperature is concerned, you have more of those days. You have 97 of those days at New York City and only 15 of those days at Mount Kinabalu Golf Club. So this is what's called a hill station. It's an area that's near the equator that would have otherwise very hot temperatures near sea level or down on the plains as it's sometimes called. These type of areas that are closer to sea level or even up to like a thousand meters above sea level will still be quite hot. But once you get up to like 1500 meters, 2000 meters, places that are at the elevation of something like Denver in the United States, the temperatures get much more clement. So Nuara Elia in Sri Lanka is a very famous hill station and it's another high elevation location near the equator. And this has, there's also a golf course at Nuara Elia and this golf course is at a high elevation and the temperatures are sometimes too cool for optimum growth potential for cool season grass. At Nuara Elia, 
there's only 176 days per year with a growth potential above 0.75. So if, you, if you're intrigued by this, do check out the charts and check out the detail. Um, I, I started picking other places. And if we go down the road from Noir Elia, Noir Elia is a very high elevation area. It's where some of the best tea in the world is grown. And you go down that road towards Candy, and if you hit the village of Ramboda, Ramboda has almost exactly 20 degrees Celsius temperature all through the year. It's on the road between Nuara Elia and Kandy in Sri Lanka. 365 days there with the growth potential above 0.75. And this actually would meet the criterion that Randy was asking about in his original question. He said, is there a place in the world with growth potential above 90% above 0.9 for every day of the year for all year round and at Ramboda we would hit that because the temperature is so close to 20 degrees Celsius every single day of the year and we're talking here about average temperature not highs and lows the average temperature is um, right around 20 which will give you an almost perfect growth potential every single day of the year um, we can go to Kodai Canal, or Kodai as it's sometimes called in India. You'll find wild gar, the, the world's largest bovine. These are very strong animals that I've read, even tigers, which you'll find tigers in that part of India also. Tigers um, can be repelled, or tigers that attack a gar, can, uh, the gar can fight back against a tiger because they're so strong. These um, these animals can jump very high and if you see them they're just rippling with muscle um, it's, it's it's quite an impressive sight to see these gar and they're grazing on kaikuyu grass in Kodai, Kodai Canal I looked up the temperatures right uh, there at, at Kodai Canal Golf Club and there are fences around the greens temporary fences put up to try to keep the gar from getting onto the greens because they're such a heavy animal the footprints would cause some damage at kodai canal we have 246 days per year so there's another hill station that it gets cool enough that you don't need to um well, well, you can't, it actually gets cool enough at Kodai Canal near the equator that you can't reach a optimum growth potential for cool season grass in the wintertime. And I've been in Kodai Canal in, uh, when was I there? November. And we were burning fire in the fireplace to keep the room warm. So it's, it's quite lovely to be in a tropical place, but at a hill station. I quite like hill stations and I love studying the grass at hill stations. And another hill station that has very interesting grass is Baguio in the Philippines. Baguio, we've got 364 days. <laughs> if we're looking at, I calculated this for the past three years of average temperatures. So the temperatures in 2020, 2021, and 2022. And there were 364 days out of 365 that have a cool season growth potential above 75% at Baguio. But if you go to Baguio and the Camp John Hay golf course, what you see at Camp John Hay is um bent grass greens and then you see bermuda grass tees for the most part bermuda grass fairways and some carpet grass some some paspalum conjugatum or some exonopus compressus growing in the rough areas 
So you see this mix, it's like a transition zone grass. And the, and the reason why that happens, or the reason why both can be used, is because the temperatures are ideal for cool season grass, but the temperatures are also suitable for warm season grass, and the warm season grasses can then uh, be more efficient at using some of the other resources. So you find both cool and warm season grasses growing. And there's another place just south of me uh, at the Cameron Highlands in Malaysia. Uh, and, and at the Cameron Highlands in Malaysia, the temperatures there are, are also suitable to have 365 days in the year with cool season grass growth potential above 0 0.75. So I concluded the post with this. I said, these places exist. They tend to have C4 grasses as turf for the reasons mentioned previously. The locations are close enough to the equator so that there are minimal changes in air temperature throughout the year. And the locations will be at an elevation that has an average air temperature of about 20 degrees Celsius all year round. So there will be a direct link to this blog post. I will put a direct link to this post in the show notes. So you can check out those charts, check out those calculations and get more information about the growth potential from Pace Turf. If you're a subscriber to Pace Turf, if you're a Pace Turf member, you get weather updates. You've got a weather page on the website that has growth potential for your location along with other weather data. And you can get weekly, uh, three times a week, updates of recent growth potential and temperatures and humidity and disease risks and you also get a five-day forecast that also shows the growth potential for both cool season and warm season grass at your location i find the growth potential really useful and interesting and one of the more interesting things that i find to look at is this very topic where in the world is it best are the best conditions to grow certain types of grass and there's really no perfect answer because when we get to the places that have a perfect growth potential for cool season grass we actually find more warm season grasses growing there than cool season grass so it's so interesting to study this to travel around the world to communicate with turf grass managers around the world and um, study which grasses grow well in different places and what's the best way to manage grasses in different places around the world so I'll be back soon uh, with with another interesting turfgrass topic. I'm sure I'm I'm on a bit of a road trip, so I'm recording this in a remote location, and I will um, sign off now for ATC from Cha'am, Thailand. I am Michael Woods. Bye bye.